Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I come from the school of Tupac. I'm around. You don't want to what? Yeah, I'm not your average Negro. Hold up. Ted, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process, all of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, everybody? This is Tesla Figaro, the host of Straight Shot, No Chaser. Make sure you also follow me on Instagram at Tesla Figaro and at Twitter, Tesla Figaro. I go live often. And sometimes I even bring you up to be a part of the show. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at Teslin Figaro so that you can be a part of Straight Shot No Chaser live on Instagram. Here is the latest. All right, guys, um, I wanted to do this live quickly so that I could leave this live up here and people don't have to worry about fast forwarding to this particular message that I want to talk about. But I want to talk about these cable news pundits. Have anybody noticed how these cable news pundits on CNN and MSNBC are now all of a sudden saying that Democrats need to get mean. Democrats need to not go low. Uh, remember when y'all were saying, go low. Uh, when they go low, we go high. Have y'all noticed that now these pundits are saying they need to go low with them. They need to meet them at the flow. They need to go toe to toe. They need to get with it. Do y'all remember? Have y'all been noticing that? Have anybody noticed the game that's being played now all of a sudden when they've ran out of excuses? When they've ran out of excuses because this Roe versus Wade is an absolute slap in the face. So now when Joe Biden came and told on them last Saturday, let me say it again. When Joe Biden came, let me tell y'all what the conversation that's happening behind the scenes. See, when they did that, we got to go vote. We just got to go vote. When Joe Biden came and said, oh, it's all about voting. Roe versus Wade is on the midterms. All about Roe versus Wade. It's on the ballot. It's on the ballot. And then the Democrats started sending out all these emails, fundraise. We got to do it. Give us $5. Give us $3. Somebody please go back and listen to my pastor's pimp politician, a full podcast, not just me explaining it on the Breakfast Club. Go actually listen to the full podcast when I break it down. The link is in the bio. When he came out and said, all you got to do, just vote. Roe versus Wade on the ballot, on the ballot. Just like he did when he went to the Tulsa, Greenwood, Tulsa massacre, centennial event with three living survivors, literally three living survivors. And he showed up not even with a gift card, not even nothing from Amazon, nothing. Showed up and told them when they're asking that the descendants get reparations, he showed up and said, we just got to go vote. It's all about voting. See, that's they answer everything. Vote, 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 vote. That's they vote, vote, vote. Three living survivors are still alive and well. And he said, just go vote. You couldn't even get a GoFundMe homie, nothing. They couldn't get nothing. And he said, you just go vote. Y'all can't vote. We're about voting. See, that's they answered everything. That's why when people like me have been talking about this for over a decade, for those that follow me on Facebook, when I started talking about this on Facebook, when I got on Facebook in 2010, that's the only reason why I got on Facebook. I'm on, not only to be social. And I've been calling this out over and over and over. And they said, you helping the Republicans. Why you calling it out? Don't say nothing. Don't say it on Fox News because you ain't doing nothing but helping the Republicans. When I said I'm envious of how they get out. Yeah, no, I don't like Trump, nothing he stand for. But I love how they push the line for their own. I wish we had the same on our side. Remember? 
Oh, I remember. But you over there with them. Guess who been helping them all along? Your elected officials and the, their public, uh, their pundit enablers. Y'all were the ones helping them all along. It wasn't me. See, I was telling them to get their shit together. That ain't helping. Y'all ain't ever heard of tough love? Helping somebody is telling them to get their shit together. Telling them, no, you should do better. You should expect more for yourself. You should want more. See, y'all get mad when you hear the truth. Y'all don't like tough love. Y'all like bullshit. You don't want to hear, hey, get your shit together because what you're doing is trifling as hell. You rather move around and leave relationships and leave folks who telling you to get some act right. You're more comfortable, and I'm preaching to somebody today. This ain't just on the on the politics. Let me dig into your raggedy life. It's a few of y'all that got some raggediness about your life. I know a few of them, and I hope she's listening, because baby girl, yes, I'm talking about you. You would rather be around trifling as people that continue to tell you that the way that your life is heading is the business. You don't want to be around people that say what you're doing don't make sense. What you're doing has not favored you. What you're doing ain't leading you no nowhere. Turn around and look around. If you're 40 and damn near 50 and in your 30s, even your 30s, and you turn around and look around and you don't have nothing to show for all of the time that you have worked, all of the time, the sacrifices that you made, apparently, mama, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you would rather be around somebody that encourage, encourages you on bullshit. You're more comfortable being around people that don't tell you, sis, what you're doing ain't making sense. Handle your business first before you go to them streets. You ain't going to be talking to me like no kid. I ain't nobody kid. I'm grown. I can't tell. You're acting childish as hell. Everything about you look childish as hell. How you move is childish. Your bank account childish. Your decisions you make is childish. Age don't make nobody grown. I own my first house and built my first house at 23. Age don't make nobody grown. Handling your business is what makes you grown, ma'ams and sirs. If you think somebody talking to you and treating you like a child, then guess what? You might be childlike. And instead of getting mad at the person that's telling you, no, you need to do what you need to do to keep a roof over your head. You need to do what you need to do to excel on your job. You need to do what you need to do and go get you a second hustle and put money in your pockets and stay off the streets. You would rather align yourself with other trifling folk around you because you are comfortable being trifling. And yes, that translates to how you'd handle your politics. So when I go tell their quote-unquote enemy, Fox News, hey, they over here fucking up. I realize that they use that to hurt them. You don't think I realize that? But I say it to help you. Uh-oh, let me say it because y'all didn't catch it. I realize they use that to hurt them, but I'm saying it to help you so that they can say, shit, she over there telling them Republicans all our business. Let me give y'all some gang-banging politics right quick. Imagine me being from Center Park Blood, Pyro, Woo, whatever, and I go over and tell the 60s, hey, uh, on Fridays they be over here, and on Saturday they be over here, and they're vulnerable. And then they get back to the hood that I told them that they were vulnerable. What do you think the Bloods are going to do? Not be vulnerable, right? It would make sense. If it, came, if it got back to them, that I told the 60s, that they were vulnerable, the smart thing to do would be not be where I said they're going to be. If I say they're going to be here on Friday night at this time, and it got back to them that I told their enemy that they're going to be there at this time on Friday night, don't it make sense for them to not be there on Friday night? Now, if you take your dumb ass and still be there on Friday night, do you get mad at me for telling the 60s or are you mad at yourself because you had the information to not be there on Friday night and your dumb ass was still there on Friday night? So if they come by and blast you, 
Don't be mad at me for telling them where you was going to be on Friday night. Be mad at yourself for standing your dumb ass on the corner where I told them you're going to be. I'll tell them what they got to do with politics. Well, let me explain it to you. Just like the Republicans are red and carry their flag on the right, so do the Bloods. Red, carry their flag on the right. Just like the Democrats are blue and they say they on the left. You know where Crips carry their flag? On the left. Do you know where the major who the majority is in this country with gangbanging Crips? It's way more Crips than it is Bloods. Did you know that? Did you know that right now in this country is way more liberal voters, Democrat voters, than it is Republicans. You know why Bloods was able to survive through the 90s? Because they didn't kill each other and they pushed the line. Now, now they do. But in the 90s, do you know why Bloods were able to survive completely surrounded by Crips? You know why? Because they didn't kill each other and they pushed the line. Now, y'all translate that to don't say nothing about each other. Don't say nothing about each other. Don't say nothing about each other. Because that's because y'all don't understand gangbanging. Please make sure you get my book, Gangbanging Meets Politics, Amazon, on Amazon right now. Kitty's Litter 2. Y'all don't understand how gangbanging works. Uh, don't be promoting gangbanging. Uh, I'm not promoting gangbanging, you cornball. I'm telling you that politicians are gang members, and you don't know because you don't know shit about gangbanging. That's why. That's why it goes over your head, because you don't know shit about gang. You don't know nothing about the culture. Nothing at all. Because if you did, you would see this very crystal clear the same way I do. How do you think blood survived? How do you think they survived? All of this time. My neighborhood, I see in the building, North Highlands, woo. How do you think they survived? How do you think? What was across the street from my neighborhood? Musgrave, Crips. How? We get some breaking news. It wasn't that they didn't check each other. See, y'all don't want Democrats to check each other in public. Y'all say, shh, be quiet, don't say nothing. That's why they ain't did nothing all this time because the majority of people that you follow with, you know, with these major platforms, millions and millions of followers who be on CNN, MSNBC and all of that, the majority of people that you follow, they don't want to call them out publicly because they're worried about their position. So they don't want to call them out publicly. See, I'm the type of gangbanger that go to the other hood and bang on your on your turf. That's what real gangbanging do. You don't just sit up on your own block and say you this and that. You go over to the other hood. Show me how hard you are to go over to the other hood. That's why I go to Fox News. Go to the other hood. And if they use what I say as a way to build them up, then your dumb, dumbo self should say, Damn, she over there telling them that we're vulnerable, so we better tighten up the front line. That's the strategy. Y'all didn't get that, though. Y'all didn't get that. It went over your little corn balls and corn billas heads because you don't know nothing about gangbang. You don't understand that these folks are gangsters. You don't understand it. You just, oh, yeah, they just like the bloods and grips. You say that, but you don't understand the culture. You have to really understand the culture of gangbanging. Because if you did, that's why I spend so much time talking to the homies, because I want them to understand, like, literally, your world is exactly like this world. Again, get Gangbanging Meets Politics on Amazon. It's an alleged fiction book. It went over your little cornball and cornbilla heads. If I'm telling you where they're vulnerable, and they see that you're vulnerable, it's your job to not be vulnerable. If I'm saying that black voters are getting tired of this bullshit, and I say that on Fox News, and you spend more time saying, why are you telling them? I'm telling them so they can get their shit together because they care about what their enemy know about them. Let me say it one more time. They care about what the enemy knows about them because they know if the enemy knows that they're vulnerable, they're going to use that. So instead of getting mad at me, this is the way that I see for them to get some act right, dumbos. Name of the book. I have two fiction books. Kitty's is a short story you'll enjoy. Kitty's Little One, Kitty's Little Two. Link is in the bio. It's on Amazon. If I tell you where you're vulnerable, then your dumb ass should not be vulnerable, Dumbo. But y'all didn't see that. So now these same pundits that shamed people like me, that shamed Charlemagne, these same pundits that when Charlemagne asked Senator Harris, who is the real president? And she said, don't do that. I don't know. And y'all was all on social media. Yes, girl. Yes. 
Yes, yes, girl, yes. She told him, yes. Who she tell? Who she tell? Who? Who got told? Look like y'all got told. Look like y'all was the ones helping Republicans all this time. Look like it was y'all. Look, y'all looking kind of oppish. To me, you're looking kind of oppish. If anybody know anything about gang politics and you constantly keep being the one, everybody keep getting called in. Everybody get gaffled up, what they call it. Everybody got to talk to the de detective, but you, I'm going to start wondering, what, are you in on this? How everybody get caught but you? See, I come from the conspiracy 94 crime bill era. So we're talking about conspiracies, 100, 200 people on one conspiracy. And we're trying to figure out how you the only one that didn't get no time. Work, work with me, cornballs. Just think about it. I know, I know y'all got it. Y'all read policy and y'all listen to talk points. Y'all be, no, it's really this and really that and this and that. That's okay. The hood whisper here to help you. Why is it everybody got time but you, homie? You're the only one that didn't get time. You're the only one that didn't get time. That y'all don't find that strange? And so now these pundits, Tesla, who you talking about? Name them. All of them. But you don't, why you won't name them? Because I'm saying all of them. All of them. Everyone. That said, we got to stick together. We can't be just show Democrats infighting. We don't want them to know that we got problems. We all together. Well, guess what? Everybody know y'all don't have it going on like you thought you did. Can I give you a personal analogy to help you? Because I know it's hard for you to help you. I know it's hard. Y'all know that couple that got it going on. Be all on Instagram. Got it going on. Pictures this and pictures that and all this and that. And then all of a sudden you find out that, that he's been beating her ass. All of a sudden you find out that he's been cheating the whole time or her vice versa. All of a sudden when the business comes out and y'all say, damn, I didn't know they, I didn't know they was like that. See, y'all like to believe in Instagram fantasies. You like to believe that, that, that what you see on Instagram is real. And you do that in your personal life, uh, in your uh, politic life as well. You are so in love with the idea of everything being together. You are so in love of, we just need unity. You are so in love with, shh, be quiet, don't say nothing, because saying something means we ain't together. You are so in love with the fantasy. There's actually a mental thing they call it. It's called missing out. I forgot the, the, the acronym for it. But you scroll through Instagram all day comparing yourself to 10 minutes of somebody's life. You throw, throw school Instagram all day comparing yourself that somebody that put a picture of, hey, we outside, and then they go inside and they on depression pills. They go inside and they spouse don't love them. They go inside and they lonely. They go inside and they broke. And then you run around and compare your FM, your FMMO. Somebody put that analogy. What that means, I know it's missing out. I know the last two is missing out. You compare that to your real life. You compare your fake, that fake life to your real life. And then now you're depressed because you're sitting up here comparing yourself to something that ain't even real. And you do the same thing in politics. You were in love with the fallacy of it all. You were in love with my uh, first black president. We got it. You was in love with the idea of celebrating KBJ on the Supreme Court, which is nothing wrong with celebrating that. But you forgot about when President Obama had an opportunity to tell RBJ to sit her ass down so that they could stack the court because you were so impressed with the idea of the government having your back. You were so impressed with the idea Ooh, look at Michelle's hair. Yes, girl, yes. Work that perm, girl, yes. You were so impressed with the idea that you didn't demand more. And no, conservatives, I'm not saying go be a conservative or a Republican because you guys are trash. Let me say it one more time. Trash, 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 
trash on trash on trash. And yes, Democrats have done a lot by default. But I'm not talking about what they've done by default. I'm talking about their media enablers that set up here all of this time writing hit pieces about me because I'm saying black people deserve better, but saying it on Fox News. So y'all say, she praising Trump. No. I'm saying y'all need to get your house in order. I'm telling them that we're getting a black eye over here and I'm telling it to your enemy so that you can no longer be vulnerable. But you didn't see that corn balls and corn billas, but you see it now. So now y'all all on MSNBC and CNN, isn't it a beautiful thing? Oh man, oh, they need to be mean. They need to get it together. Don't go low. Don't go high, go low. Oh yeah, it's, it's time that they speak up. It's been time, homie. It's been time and you knew it was time and you said nothing. You know why you said nothing? Because you were concerned about your own position. You were concerned about your own position. When I went to Fox News, I was not a contributor for Fox News. I need y'all to get that, process that. You know what a contributor is? It means on their payroll. I've been going on Fox News for six years. Do you really think they've never talked to me about doing more? Just think about it. Just think, is it logic? Do you think they've never tried to bring me in to be their Candace Owens? Just, just think. Just think. Not on no bragging shit, but I just need you to think. Let's be real. I'm pretty good at this shit. I know it's gonna sound, it's gonna sound like I'm not humble, but let's, let's be for real. When it comes to the wit, the humor, the snapbacks, the clapbacks, and the knowledge, let's be real. Do y'all really think that who you see on MSNBC or even CNN, do you actually think that I'm not at least as talented, if not more? Just, just think. They get quoted. Some of them get quoted maybe once or twice a year. Every time I'm on the mic, they quote me. Uh-oh. Damn, you, damn, that was, that wasn't arrogant. That was sounded arrogant. Yeah, it's the truth though. Every time I'm on the mic, it naturally comes out of my mouth. I'm an MC. Did y'all go see the, the spoken word I did the other day? It, it naturally comes out of my mouth. This is what I do. I do this all day, all the time. So do you really think that they're more talented than me? Think about it. No, that's not it at all. You think Fox News ain't never said, you've seen them say it. If you, if you really have watched me over the years, you've seen them say on air. Man, we wish you were on our side. You think them people ain't never uh said that in the back room and offered the check? Never took anything from Fox News. Never been a contributor. But I want you to go see. You ain't got to believe me. Go to MSNBC and go to CNN and see who the paid contributors were all of this time. See who were the paid contributors all of this time. See who been getting a quarter of a million at best. That means 250,000 for those who don't know the man. 200,000, 250 a year, 150, 150 a year. See who been getting paid all of this time. No disrespect to them because shout out to them. If they had offered me one on the liberal network, I would have taken it too. So I'm not shitting on it all. You should be paid for what you do. No problem at all. But I'm trying to get you to, to get it. I want you to understand. I'm saying that because if I was saying it, when people tell me, oh, you're just saying it because this is before they got so embarrassed with Joe Biden, they had to make every excuse. Oh, you're just saying that because they paying you to say it. How was they paying me to say it? I've never been a contributor on Fox News. How? Just think logically. How are they paying me to say it when I've never been a contributor or paid anything on Fox News? State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Let's think about who has been getting paid on the left, though. And there's nothing wrong with getting paid. To learn this expertise, to be an expert in what we do, yeah, you should be paid. I'm, but I'm trying to get you to see what they've been saying about me for the last decade for calling out these damn Democrats. I just want you to think logically. Think logically. Where was the benefit? Because I was not a contributor. Even though they asked me to join multiple times, I was not a contributor. So that's number one. I wasn't gaining new followers. You know, I wasn't gaining new followers because Fox News has more viewers than anybody on basic cable, period. Not just the news. Anybody. That include ESPN, Nickelodeon, anybody, period. And look at my numbers. I got about maybe, I guess, 30,000 maybe on Twitter and 80,000 here. Contributors that are on CNN, MSNBC, they got several hundred thousand even up to the millions. You know why? Because they talk to their base every day. So when you're talking to your base every day, you get more followers. If I was in front of people that loved what I say, and I was in front of 2 million people, because CNN numbers are nothing compared to Fox. These are facts. So if I was in front of 300,000 people every day that agreed with me, and I said what they wanted to hear, and they said, yes, girl, then they would immediately come follow me. When I'm on Fox News, I don't say what they want to hear. So they don't come follow me. They send me death threats, talk about me, call me all kind of shit in my inbox, but they don't follow me. And those that hear me for five minutes talking about a Democrat, saying what I don't like about the Democrat Party, when they follow me, they unfollow me immediately once they see that I push this line for black people. I posted several times, y'all. I get almost equal every month. The same amount of people that follow me, unfollow me. I'll get like 5,000 new follows and 4,000 unfollows. Or I'll get 5,000 new follows and 6,000 unfollows. Because they'll come in thinking I'm a Candace Owens. Oh, you told that Democrat party because they only show a minute or two of what I say. And then when they come, especially when they see I work with Attorney Crump, oh man, they really, they unfollow me immediately. So I don't gain followers. I'm not gaining money. Because I'm not willing to be they Candace Owens. So tell me what's been the benefit all this time? What's been the benefit of me calling them out? I can tell you what the benefit is, though, when a liberal pundit, pundit is paid to be on liberal networks and push liberal talking points. You want to know what the benefit is? They gain followers because they're talking to their choir by the millions. They get speaking engagement opportunities that pay them 10000 at best. They get put on all kind of panels to be the voice for black people or whatever it is. So they get paid with that. They get in magazines. I ain't hating do your thing, sis. I'm just explaining just to y'all, just a couple of hundred of y'all, what this game really is. That's why I laugh when people say, you getting paid to say that over there. Who paying me to stand up for black people? Who? Where's that check? Because they damn sure owe me. Where's that check? It don't even make sense. Make it make sense. There's been no advantage. None. And I've been on NBC a few times. But I won't never be their first call. Oh, no, 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 no. Because y'all don't like hearing that over there. Y'all like to live in a fantasy world. You don't want to live in the truth. So when I say Democrats need to get it together and 
folks in the comments say, well, I can't believe you had her on there. Oh, she comes from Fox News. That's all I needed to see. Oh, yes, she's an operative, blah, blah, blah. And it's all about satisfying their base. And yes, that's why Fox had me on, because they like the part that I talk about Democrats. I realize that. I'm not crazy and dumb at all. You ain't telling me no breaking news, but I'm trying to get this message out so Democrats can get it together because they damn sure don't want to hear it on their liberal networks. But now all of a sudden you see them talking about it. Have you noticed now all of a sudden they they're now all of a sudden saying Democrats need to get it together because now they have completely failed on their face in a public way. And even they can't offer any more excuses. When Joe Biden came this Saturday and doubled down, when Roe versus Wade got turned over on Friday, Joe Biden came Saturday and said, uh, I just wanted to show up and tell you I doubled down on it. I'm not expanding a damn thing because Joe Biden is the one that want to make sure that he's pleasing his Republican friends. Not me. It's Joe Biden. He the one worried about pleasing Republican friends, not me. So then when he came and doubled down and said, I'm not fist to do a damn thing, the Democrat, let me tell you what they was talking about. In, in the inner circles, not in the comments, in the inner circle. They said, damn, he just really just shit on midterms. We Here we are trying to trick people into believing that, oh, it's all about midterms. And he done came up here and said, I don't give a damn what y'all do midterms. I'm not expanding shit. But I, if y'all follow my live, I told y'all that before Joe Biden said it. Did I not? Did I not tell you right before Joe Biden got up and spoke on that Friday? I said he going to get up and say that Roe versus Wade is on the ballot. Did I not tell you that he going to say this is all about voting? He literally did it verbatim. And yes, midterms, it does have everything to do with changing things in your state. But guess what? Particularly those of you in the South, due to gerrymandering, due to voter suppression, it's still not going to change in your state even when you vote. It might, it might not, but the chances are slim. And Joe Biden knows that. So the only way... To change the direction in which this country is going, I'm not just talking about Roe versus Wade. I'm talking about in the direction that the country is going is to expand the court, wait on somebody to die, or wait on somebody to retire. And your beloved VP Harris just yesterday said, when Nancy Pelosi said, I want to bring a floor to end the filibuster, she said she disagreed because we don't have the votes. Well, can we see, Madam Vice President? I want to see for myself. I want to see everybody raise their hand and say, yay, nay, what? Why we can't see? Why y'all? Just show us. Let me say again, the only way that the direction has changed in regards to the Supreme Court is to end the filibuster, expand the court, or wait on somebody to die or retire. That's it. That's all. Other than that, it'll be state rights. But it's not just state rights for Roe versus Wade, black folks. It's not just state rights for Roe versus Wade, black folks. I say that because a lot of black people, there are black people that are pro-life, y'all. So that's not the Roe versus Wade issue. Is It's not just Roe versus Wade. It's the direction in the country's going. Anytime you start making putting all of the power on the states. And I believe in state government. That's why I'm doing the training on local and state. But anytime you put all of the power on the state and not the federal, for example, police reform, that has changed a lot in cities. And I talk about that all the time. And I say, why don't y'all galvanize and show what's happening in the over 100 cities that changed police reform? Why don't y'all use that as a way to say, let's change it on the state, as a way to say, let's change it on the federal level? I said that on the Breakfast Club a couple of weeks ago. I said it on Van Jones' show. I've said it, I've said it, I've said it, I've said it. Why don't never talk about that? I said, since y'all believe in state rights, why don't y'all talk about that? Since y'all push, just do it at the state level, why don't y'all talk about New York City ending qualified immunity. Why don't y'all talk about Colorado ending qualified immunity? Why are Democrats not talking about that? So that possibly the state can do it and other cities can get on board. Why are y'all not talking about that? Since y'all can't change it on the federal, why don't y'all talk about what y'all doing on the state? Why don't y'all organize around state issues? Like they telling y'all to organize around this Roe versus Wade state issue. Why y'all not talking about that with police reform? These are just questions that you should be asking, not me asking them. Asking pundits. 
Why y'all not creating a movement around police reform on the state level? Y'all did it when y'all wanted Barack Obama in office. The entire plan, for those of y'all that, for those of you that don't work as operatives, it was called Organizing for America. They organized on the city and the state level to get President Obama elected. They organized on the state level when he ran for re-election. That's how they went all around the state of Florida. Didn't even need Florida for him to get re-elected. They know how to organize on the state level. So when y'all come in and say, it ain't up to the states, it's the federal. You ain't telling me nothing I don't know. I'm telling you, they know how to organize on the state level when they want to get elected. Jim Clyburn stopped what he was doing and went all over the country to ensure that Joe Biden was elected. So why can we not organize on the state level with police reform? Why? It ain't their job. It ain't their job either to organize on the state level to get people to support President Biden either. But they do that. So why they can't do it for the issues that matter to us? For those of you that support reparations, if it's coming on the city level, like in California, why they won't organize it then on the city level all over the country? If you feel like you'll never get reparations on the federal, why y'all won't organize it on the city? Why you won't organize it on the state? Why you won't back city commissioners that support reparations? If y'all say that that's, that that's, is, is just, oh, no, 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 we just can't do it on the federal. Why? Don't worry about the federal then. Do it on the city. Do it on the state. Make it easy for them. Stop telling them. You make it easy when you say, uh-uh, we got to get enough voters. We don't have enough senators. We ain't got enough. These are the talking points that the people that are getting paid to give you all these talking points and you're believing it. Tell them, okay, you know what? You're right. We can't get it on the federal level. What about the city level? What about state level? Oh, that ain't uh, our job. Yeah, it was. It was your job when you was running around with your local city commissioner and coming to churches. When the Democrat Party, Jamie Harrison and all them, the DNC, they organize on the state level all the time. They go around to these churches. It's kind of just like in the streets. They check in. Do y'all know what check in mean? They check in. When they go organize, they check in with their local Democrat leadership. Because they don't just walk up into nobody's church. You can't do that in politics. It's just like checking in. Like, you know, like they got to check check in with Trick Trick in Detroit. Like you got to check in in California. When you go to another city, you got to check in. They do that just like in the streets. You don't just go up to somebody's church and just walk in. They got to ask permission. When Andrew Yang, remember what, uh, if y'all follow me, when he, when I talked about him putting on that black choir role, their first response from the campaign was, they asked us to do it. They said we could do it. He had to check in to get permission to do that. He had to check in. So why they won't do that on police reform or anything else that we're asking for? Reparations, whatever. Yes, you need to talk about it on the federal level for the dumbbells that say, you telling people not to pay attention to the federal. No, I'm saying be hyper-focused on the local and the state. Because I do this all day, every day. But most people work full-time jobs, 40 and 60 hours a week. So you only got a certain amount of time. So I'd rather direct you to where you're going to make the biggest impact to the six people on the, who represent you on the city government, like in Orlando, they're city, city commissioners. So I'd rather direct you to them where they know two, 300 of y'all can get them out of office. Those are the ones that are going to be more responsive because you have more power. Yeah, you can tweet every now and then about what they need to do on the federal, but I'm talking about how do you use your time to actually get a result? Because I want you to see a result so that you don't get completely out the game because I want you in the game. And they know that the more you just keep focusing on federal and not where you actually can see a result, they get away with murder. Let me say it one more time. They know that the more you keep talking about federal, Nothing wrong with talking about federal, but they know that if you're talking about federal and you're ignoring local and state, they get away with murder. It's just the same, ladies. If you keep talking about what such and such husband doing, what your sister's doing, how your sister don't do this right and that right and what they doing over there. Meanwhile, your man creeping out the back door.
because you're so focused on what her man doing and not your man. He getting away with murder. Same thing with the fellas too. So y'all won't say, huh, she gender is a gender war. Yeah, same thing. If you so worried about being in somebody else DM, worried about what everybody else woman doing, your woman creeping out the back door. In fact, there was a blues song called Who's Making Love to Your Old Lady While You Were Out Making Love. Y'all know what that means? Who's making love to your old lady while you were out making love? Yeah. That's okay. Just keep up with me. I'm going to show you how it, it, it mirrors politics, personal, all that. It mirrors the street, politics, per however you think in your life, it mirrors. You're saying, I'm just going to take the scraps, it mirrors. You can tweet, I ain't taking no scraps, but then you're really taking scraps. You can tweet, girl, I don't play that if I was you, but then at home, you're playing that. You're me. Man, if that was my old lady, I'd be done with that. But then you're putting up with everything else at home. Hey, I know. Talk that shit. That's why I always tell people, hey, you want to debate me? Come live. Don't, don't do that typing. I want to see your face. I want you to show me the receipts. And I want to see if you got this verbal vernacular like I do. Anybody can type. Anybody can sound good typing. Let's see if your words flow like mine. You, I'm going to make you get to the mic. We're going to do a freestyle battle. You want to debate me? Let's get on this mic. Because I know once you get on this mic and you get the fumbling and jumbling, and blah, 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 it takes away... You know, from your message, people like that chick that tried to debate me, the nerve of you, to try to debate me, the nerve. Oh, it sound good. It sound good when you come looking for me. Oh, yeah. Come on. Tell Tesla. Come on. Come on. Come on. Well, here I am. Here I is. Here I is. Let's go live. Let's go live so everybody can see. I'm not a Democrat. I don't need to set no date, no time. Y'all remember that day? I went live up right now. Let's go live right now. We ain't got to worry about tomorrow and getting it together. She was the one that said, uh-uh, I don't want to go live. Let's do a set time. Oh, okay. You want to set time to recruit everybody, your side, to come watch you get your ass whooped? No problem. We do it like we did at school. Lace your shoes up, baby. Be at the bus stop at 3 o'clock because I'm going to be there because I ain't doing this for no crowd. Because I, But you insisting on a crowd coming around. So come on around, crowd. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Oh, yeah, come on, bring all your friends and your daddy, too, so they can see this live. I was trying to do it on the slide to save you some dignity, but you didn't want no dignity. You wanted to bring everybody around. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Yeah, y'all wanted to come on in the room, so come on in this bitch and lace up your shoes. Lace them up, because I'm ready to get it in. Oh, Tesla, you talking over me. Oh, because that's how I do. That's how I do. I'm a veteran at this. You said you wanted this. This is what I do. Yeah, I freestyle battle. Yeah, I talk over you. Should have thought about that before you came live. Y'all in the comments, Tesla, let her talk. No, I dominate over the mic. That's what it is. I dominate. Yeah, you didn't know that? State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
had a great conversation. For those of y'all that saw the live the other day, when we talking normal, I, I don't dominate and talk crazy to folks and all of that when we just talking. But when you come looking for me, when you come looking for me when I was minding my business and you say, hey, y'all, tag Tesla and tell her I want to debate. I'm going to give you what you're looking for. Yeah. When you come to my hood, I'm blasting. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm blasting. I'm going to teach you, don't you ever circle my block. Long as you black and long as you alive, don't you ever circle my block looking for me. You better walk up with some humility and say, oh, you know what? I would love to have a conversation about such and such. Oh, okay, no problem. Don't you ever come looking for me. Don't you ever come looking for me when I wasn't looking for you. Because I'm going to give you exactly what you're looking for. It, it didn't take me to get embarrassed like these Democrats. It's time for us to go low. I've been going low. I'll meet you where you're at. I'm already there before you get there. I'm already there before you get there. You just now coming up at the club. Girl, I've been here for the last 20 minutes. I've been here waiting on you, girl. I've been waiting. Tesla, let me talk. Oh, Tesla, please. Did y'all see them tears? Was about to, I was trying to get them tears. I was trying to talk so reckless till them tears dropped. Many of y'all said, oh, damn, she about to cry. I was hoping she would. I want them tears to drop. Yeah, I want them tears to drop. I ain't like the other ones. And then when them tears dropped, I was hoping they would drop. You know, them big old heavy tears that drop when you hear it on the paper. I was hoping they would drop because when they drop, I was going to show you all another lesson. Even when them tears drop, I'm going to keep on going. Yeah, I'm like Minister Society. Remember when he put him in the ground and he got on his head and he kept on going? I keep going. Where y'all say, uh-oh, she crying. Mental health, mental health. Hey, mental health, not me. Not me, because something was wrong with you for running up on me in the first place. So I'm going to make sure when you start crying and get weak, that's the time for me to really go in. I ain't never seen no boxer. When somebody get the fumbling and stumbling, ain't that when you go in and hit the right? Or do when somebody get the fumbling and stumbling, you stand there and say, hold on, y'all, wait, hold on. He, he fumbling, y'all, hold on. Let, let's give him a chance to get it together. No, no, no. When I see that you're fumbling and stumbling, that's when I'm going to hit you with the right. Remember that? Remember the y'all listening to Gangster Rap? Right, left, right, left. You're toothless, damn, I'm ruthless. Yeah, that, I come from that. I come from that generation. You, I'm going to knock your ass out. As soon as I see that I'm getting weak, as soon as I see a little bit of part of me come in, I'm going to get all the way. Yes, it's weak. Let me, hold on, she weak. Let me knock her out just right quick. That's how fighters get down. Fighters don't let you recuperate. Fighters don't let you take a breath. Fighters don't let you get it together. No, I got to get you while you're down. I got to get you while you're down. I was hoping that one of them tears would drop. So I can show y'all that I come from the generation that don't give a damn about your mental illness. I do believe in mental illness, though, and mental health. I really do. But when you come looking for me, I'm sorry, I go back to, you know, I'm a child of the 90s. So I go back to what I know in the 90s, which is we use this mouth to get you up off of us. We talk about you, you know, till it hurt. We talk about you. If me talking about you don't work then that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and start talking about your mama. If that don't work, then I'm going to talk about your daddy. Oh, that didn't trigger you enough? Let's bring grandma on into the, the equation. Oh, what about some kids? So that's where I come from. I come from the, the founders of mental health issues. We were the founders of it. So beware that kids and kiddos. She was probably, she like she was probably my age. I don't know. But I come from the block where we, yeah, we talks about you real good. Because I want to make sure it hurt to the point where you just, all you know how to do is fight me. That's that's what you do when you come looking for me. They call it ragging. I call it ragging. They call it the dozens. Some people call it jonesing, depending on, you know, what region you was from. But the bottom line is we talked about your mama, your daddy, and your greasy granny too. And it wasn't, didn't nobody care nothing about your mental health. Because you should have never came back here playing with us. You want to get in the game and talk about, want to start talking about somebody, how big their head is and all of that? Let's get it in. We don't just stop and talk about your big head. We talk about your daddy big head, your mom big head. That's how it was. That's where I come from. I come from where they say mean things. Real mean things. <laughs> yeah, we the founders of it. The founders. When y'all sit around, ooh, these kids, I don't know about these kids. What y'all talking about these kids? They come from us. What y'all talking about? 
They are the direct descendant of the NWA generation. So there should be no confusion about these kids. Actually, they're softer than us, to be quite honest with you. They're much more tolerant of other people. They're much more loving. They're much more, even with the crime and the gangbanging that still happens. Collectively, though, that generation is much more aware of their mental health. They're aware of, that's why they got this stop bullying and all of that. I didn't come from no generation where no stop bullying. My generation was turning it up. Bully more. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here because I want to leave this up um, so that y'all can have it to say, ooh, Tesla was talking about them other pundits. They ain't going to do nothing about it, trust me. Uh, I'm going to say again, I want y'all to notice, really want y'all to notice, look at how these pundits done switched it up on your favorite liberal networks. Oh, now they saying it's time to get booked after they done set up and got their ass beat. That's just like if Chris Rock right now say, Next time I see Will, I'm going to slap the taste out of his mouth. It's too late, homie. You should have slapped him on sight right then. You didn't do that because you wanted to get to the show and throw show professionalism. Y'all remember? Remember when I talked about that and y'all got mad? It's two people, the slappies and the slappers. And the slappies were promoting, oh, but he was professional. He going to sue the shit out of Will. And oh, yes. And I love the way he was just professional. And we don't want the white folks to see it and all of that. And then the slappers said, oh, man, you should have protected your manhood and at least slapped them. That's called self-defense. But you didn't want to slap them because you was worried about, well, I want to make sure I stay professional. And we want to make sure we don't want white folks seeing us act like that. It's the slappies and the slappers in life. I'm a slapper. You slap me on site. You get slapped on site. Where you show out, I show up. That's where That's where I come from. That's my mentality. But I don't go looking for anybody either. I don't go picking at folks and calling folks out and making videos about people. I don't do that. I watch all the stuff that y'all do. You know, a lot of the other YouTubers, I love it. It's hilarious. But I don't go do that. You know why I don't go do that? Because I don't go looking for trouble. But if you come looking for me, if you come looking for moi, then I give you what you're looking for. Oh, man. I give, boy, I love it. It ain't that I can't handle you. I give you what you're looking for. And when you come looking for me, I'm not going to do no back and forth. You make a video. I make a video. You make a video. I make a video. I'm going to ask you, let's go live and let everybody see what I say. You say, let's go live transparent. So we don't have to worry about making videos because I'm not trying to do this to get no clicks and, you know, get paid on YouTube. I'm doing this to protect my name. And it's only one Tesla Figaro in the whole world. And like I said on Netflix, I cross the T and I dot the I and Figaro. So, yes. Tanya said she would have slapped a man, sued him. Exactly. And you could have did both because it would have been self-defense. So it, I'm all about self-defense. Black people, I believe in self-defense. You can believe in turning the cheek and crying and because you don't want the white folks to see how bad they're going. That's why they say we angry. That's why they say, guess what? They already say that about your black man. So you should at least defend it yourself. Make black men slap again. Defend yourself. Defend your honor. Because you damn sure do enough crying on TV. That's for damn sure. So what about when somebody attack you? That ain't the way to go, Tesla. It was in front of the white folks. Uh-huh. You know what also was in front of the white folks? Black folks getting slapped and not doing nothing about it. Can I tell you? Can I whisper that? The white folks saw... Black folks slap and act a fool in front of them. But the white folks also saw that it's okay to slap a black man. And a black man just going to stand there and get the shit slapped out of them and not at least swing at the wind. Did y'all get that part? Y'all didn't get that part, though. Can I say it one more time? I'm saying it like this because I need you to get it. They saw a black man get the shit slapped out of him and stand there and not defend himself. So, yes, the white folks saw us acting a fool. And they also saw that she was willing to take it. Uh-oh. You didn't put that part together, though, did you? See, I need white folks to see both sides. Yeah, you see us act a fool. Act ghetto as hell at the Oscars. But I also need you to know that when you put your hands on us, we're going to slap your ass back. 
Shout out to Dave Chappelle and Jamie Foxx, Oscar award-winning Jamie Foxx that came out from the back. He wasn't even slapped. Oscar award-winning Jamie Foxx, to me, the most talented man in Hollywood, period, hands down, came out and socked dude in the face. I'm so glad. So because because remember when I said it, remember Marcellus when I said it, they said, oh, Lord, 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 we don't want the black. Oh, Lord, and the white folks. Oh, Tesla, you're promoting getting slapped. We got to take the high road. Oh, Lord, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jamie Foxx. Thank you, Jamie Foxx, for showing that. Oh, yes, I got an Oscar. And oh, yes, it wasn't me that was slapped, but I'm coming out on the stage and I'm going to get my lick in. Oh man, thank you. Pay hot shout out to you, Jamie Foxx. I used to use I I think he's so sexy, but now you're just like unbelievably sexy now. Cause you got a little gangster in you, Jamie. I didn't know you had it in you. I didn't know you had it in you, but now I know you got it in you. So now I really like you. Now I really like you. I just thought you was just singing R and B. Not you. You gotta slap a sock in on somebody. Somebody had no, I'm here on the stage. You don't just run up on the stage on my homeboy. I'm gonna get my squad on. See, that's the type. We just different types, y'all. That's all the slappies and the slappers. And you're getting slapped in the po political party. You're getting slapped at home. You're getting slapped at work. Everywhere you go, your kids slapping you. You're just getting slapped around in life. That's all. You're just a slappy. You come from the slappy mentality. You got all kinds of excuses on why you just got the hell. Just like if your kids show out at the at the store. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, excuse me, she hasn't had a nap. Oh, sorry, guys, she just hasn't had a nap. No, she just don't respect you. She don't have no fear of you at all. Oh, I don't want her to have fear of me because that's uh, uh, emotional abuse and I'll just put her in timeout and I'll just take away a cookie or two and da-da-da-da. Then they kid grow up and disrespect you as they get older and older and older and they disrespect you as adults and they constantly disrespect you because you don't know how to implement discipline. And I'm not saying beat on them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they fear nothing about you. They deal with you like they deal with a kid. They deal with you like they deal with anybody. So then when they get older and they deal with you like you somebody off the streets and then you wonder why they're disrespecting you because they never had respect for you. Can I give you also some breaking news? They probably saw you get ran over by other people in your life. Uh-oh, that's going to hurt y'all. I know y'all don't want that one, but that's real. They saw you get ran over by other people in life. Yes, brothers. They saw your wife disrespect you. Yes, sisters. They saw your husband disrespect you. So now they have no respect for you. Or... They follow in your footsteps and everybody in their life disrespect them because they keep in quiet to keep the peace. Because it's all about keeping the peace with them. It ain't about standing up for yourself. It's not about justice. It's not about boundaries. It's not about treating right, being treated right. It's just about keeping the peace. Long as, oh, just shit, I just need to make sure it's peaceful. As long as it's peaceful, oh, Lord, don't let, oh, Lord, don't shake the table in this hole. We just want it peaceful. That's all that matters to y'all. Thank you, Mr. Clark. That's all that matters. As long as it's peaceful. As long as it's peaceful. It can be a storm outside, but as long as you peace, long as you just peaceful, just just coddled up. Oh Lord, I just wanted to be peaceful. You scared to go out in that rain. Can you stay in the rain? You're scared to go out in the rain. I get it. The thunder bothers you, so you stay in the house. I get it. I get it. But just don't expect me to be the same. I can stay in the rain. Can you stand the rain? <laughs> you know, I had to sing that one. <laughs> anyway, y'all, uh, I'm done. I'm going to leave this up. I said it wanted to be quick, and then y'all be encouraging me to go on and on and on. I'm going to leave it up. Subscribe to the podcast, Straight Shot No Chaser. I am going to put this up as a podcast. Just thought about it. Uh, you've been listening to Straight Shot No, no Chaser live on Instagram. It'll be available. I, I do do my lives often here. I bring up folks. So also make sure that you uh, hit your notification on your Instagram so you can know when I go live. And uh, oftentimes I bring you guys up and we chop it up and we chat. And then I also put that on my Instagram. All right, y'all. Like I always say, use it, lose it. Can't make you choose it. TeslaFigro.com. Peace.
If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.